0: So here we're assessing the sponsor's financial stability and the ability to manage funds effectively, right? We want to look at their balance sheet, track it record, and fundraising and fee structure, right? Ensure that they have the resources to execute their investment strategy. Welcome to the Path to Passive podcast, where we talk about building wealth and empowering lifestyle through commercial real estate investing for tech professionals. I always wish that other tech professionals reaching financial freedom had documented their journey along the way, so I'm doing it for the rest of us. Join us. We explore stories, many failures, and lessons learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. If I were to ask you what is one of the biggest ways that you could protect your investment to mitigate investment risks and to increase your confidence, what would you say? Would it be to make sure you really know the market and do all the research on the market? Would it be to evaluate every single team member on the team you're working with? Is it to have a good criteria and to know your outcomes? Well, all of those are great. And today, we're going to be taking the mystery out of vetting multifamily investment sponsors, providing you with the knowledge and tools to navigate this crucial stage of the investment drain. So, buckle up aspiring investors and get ready to unlock secrets to maximizing your multifamily investments. I know i talked talking multifamily investments here, but you can do this with any of the sponsors. It's just the focus, and that's what I'm calling out here. So In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what do I mean by vetting a deal sponsor, a few key aspects of vetting deal sponsors, and high-level steps that you can do to vet these deal sponsors as well. So Welcome to another episode of Path to Passive. This is Real Estate Investing for Tech Professionals, the guide for tech professionals that want to invest in real estate, get maximum leverage with their capital, earn income, save on taxes, and build generational wealth. I am Steven Arita, and I'm going to be taking you on this journey. Each episode, I'm going to be bringing you real estate topics and conversations with real estate leaders, entrepreneurs, and myself to provide some tools to start with successfully investing and building these streams of income. I'm on this path as well, and I want to just document this process and have it be a guide along the way from what I've learned so far. So let's get into today's show. Today's episode is vetting deal sponsors. So why is it so important to vet and evaluate deal sponsors? Let's talk about this. A common phrase that you'll hear in the industry is to bet on the jockey and not just on the horse. And it's similar here too. We must have a great market. We must have a great deal sponsor and team. We also must know how to evaluate deals and understand the return metrics. Of course, ask great questions as well. So this is sort of a mini series I've been doing, right? We're starting to build the big picture of evaluating the team. And and that's why I did an episode on the the last episode on the important people that must be on the deal sponsor team, must be on that in sponsors team or the investment team rather. And so if you need to get a refresher or learn more about that, then go back to last episode on episode 12. And of course, today we're covering deal sponsors. So first, let's set the table on why this is so important. Some of these reasons should be fairly obvious already. You wanna know who you're getting into business with, but for the sake of completeness on this topic, let's discuss why. So why do this? Now, I'm going to do this pretty rapid fire. And the purpose isn't so that you memorize all of these right away. But I want you to be aware of them. And if you might even pick up some of these as well. And that will help to expand your horizon. So first things first. The first one, obviously, protecting your investment. Your investment in the deal is essentially trusting your capital to a team of individuals. Evaluating their track record, experience, the capabilities helps minimize this risk and protect your capital. So number one is protecting your capital and investment. Straightforward. Second, maximizing your returns. Skilled deal sponsors possess the expertise and resources for identifying promising opportunities, allowing them to negotiate favorable terms, manage the investment effectively, and that ultimately translates to higher potential returns for you as well. Makes sense, right? If you have the ability to evaluate and you know all the all the components, analyze it, and come up with some reasoning for yourself as a deal sponsor, then you're going to be able to get the most return on investment as well. Third, mitigating investment risks. A thorough evaluation can identify potential red flags or conflicts of interest that could jeopardize the investment. Addressing these risks upfront can prevent losses and protect the financial future. Four, Fostering trust and confidence. Now, think about this fostering trust and confidence. Partnering with a reputable and experienced deal sponsor builds trust and confidence with you and the overall investment process. Which seems to reason and make sense that if you have someone that will spend the time with you to talk about what their process is, then you're going to get more trust with them too. So, this peace of mind makes the journey for you as an investor to go a lot smoother all the way. And when you know, More of those steps, does that help you to feel more confident and understand what's going on with your capital? So, in terms of risk, why that makes sense if you can see their process and what they're doing, then it can remove any things that you don't know to remove maybe known unknowns or unknown unknowns in general. So, number five, accessing exclusive opportunities. Top tier deal sponsors often have access to exclusive deals not readily available to everyone else. There's so much word of mouth, there's so much. Deal transactions, that's just being done behind the curtain. It is a total relationship business, and that's the same thing here as well. So so how does this translate from removing the risk? You know, the sponsors, vetting and selecting right sponsors allows you to tap into these lucrative opportunities, these opportunities that might be really, really good and potentially achieve superior returns. The other thing here is, do you think it makes sense That people who know and like and trust other people, they're going to be looking for them first if maybe they want to sell something. So in terms of removing risk, you actually completely avoid a bunch of risk by your sponsor knowing and having this well networked so that they can tap into these deals themselves. And that's what I'm talking about here. Number six pretty obvious here, which is about leveraging expertise and insights. Here we're talking about how sponsors possess valuable knowledge that they have spent a lot of time to gather. This kind of knowledge doesn't come quick and often comes at a lot of pain and we'll call it experience, but challenges uh, along the way. And right, these insights into the market, into industry trends, into deal structuring will be super helpful can guide you toward informed investment decisions to maximize your chances of of success. And I've mentioned it a couple of times here before already, but have to remember that everything comes with ups and downs. I'm put that way different way. It comes with benefits and risks. And the same thing comes with our investments here, but we want to understand their bigger picture so we can make more informed decisions. Seven, ensuring favorable deal structure. So cannot stress this enough. But skilled deal sponsors can negotiate favorable terms and conditions on your behalf, on behalf of your investment, ensuring your interests are protected as the investor in the investment structure altogether, minimizing your risk and maximizing your potential returns. So do you think that if someone knows the components better and they know it so well, they can start playing with it, right? Knowing all the different colors and being creative with it, they can come up with better deal structure. Yes, absolutely. Resounding yes, and that's what I'm talking about here. Number eight, receiving ongoing monitoring oversight. Responsible deal sponsors provide continuous monitoring and oversight of investments, ensuring that your capital is managed effectively and in line with your investment goals through the entire life cycle. Think about this like any system you've ever worked on in the past, right? You put a lot of effort into getting something really ready for launch etc but as we know as we know in tech the launch is just the beginning right we have to make sure that we have the right metrics we're doing that monitoring we have threshold set all of that kind of stuff and hopefully some automation too. but let's be real well, we can't automate everything and that's why we need a very good team and a good deal sponsor good architect to help make that happen and investing in multifamily and real estate here can be rewarding but Like I said, it does carry its risks, so we can significantly increase our chances of reaching our investment goals by minimizing these pitfalls. And it all starts with having a good deal sponsor. So great. Now that we know that some of these aspects, we got that in the way, let's cover a few key aspects for actually vetting deal sponsors. And this will start to answer that question of what does that mean exactly to vet deal sponsors? What are you talking about here? First things first, one of these aspects is track record and experience. Assess the sponsor's past investments. Seems to make sense. If you're going to be invested with them, then we should know what they've invested. in, Their performance against benchmarks, their experience in multifamily or real estate general. Look for a consistent history of success and a deep understanding of market dynamics. How long have they been doing this for? What was their life like before they got into real estate? And how are those skills translatable? If they had any other careers before, is how I mean this. Are they currently any masterminds, right? For for multifamily real estate, uh, be for asset management, raising capital. Who are their partners, right? What screw ups have they had in the past, and how long have they learned from those? Whenever I think about having these kinds of conversations, I think about you know venture capitalists or other types of um, organizations might have with. You know, looking at founders, what have they failed at and what have they learned and how has that contributed to them coming back, staying in the game and being better? All right. Also investment philosophy and approach. So align your investment objectives with the sponsor's philosophy. Understand the the risk tolerance, the target returns approach to deal selection and ensure that the strategy aligns with your risk appetite and your investment goals. So I have to stress this one. This is why criteria is so important. Do the deals they go after and analyze line up with your criteria. Relevant because you want their experience to line with their approach and that type of business. And of course, are they familiar with serving those types of customers in this business? It is directly translatable here that just like we we work with in, in, in tech, who is our service providing? What are we doing? We want to make sure that the sponsors know the types of customers that we're living at their properties. What types of tenants are they? What what do they enjoy? What do they need? You know, what kinds of amenities? What kinds of improvements, right? What are they not going to need? What are they not going to care about? And that's why this is so important. Team expertise and capabilities. So we're looking at the deal sponsors team, their individual expertise in areas like the investment analysis, due diligence, operations, and finance. We want to look for that well-rounded team and proven track record. Do the team members have all the skills needed to run that asset from the very start to finish? Like I said, we're talking due diligence, attorneys, property managers, lenders, etc. And like I said before, if you need to refresh on this, go back and check out that last episode where I go through this a little bit more and talk about each of these roles in a bit more depth. On next here, we're talking financial strength and stability. So financial strength and stability. So here we're assessing the sponsor's financial stability and the ability to manage funds effectively, right? We want to look at their balance sheet, track it record, and fundraising and fee structure, right? Ensure that they have the resources to execute their investment strategy. So what do I mean? Let's simplify this. Does this team or the sponsor, but does the team collectively, because this is what matters here, do they have the cash reserves to be able to do this as a team and support this investment, right? To put down, you know, potential down payments or do the due diligence. Where is this money coming from? Do they have access to that capital? Do they have access to lending? While some of this seems like it might be fairly obvious before they even bring a deal to you, we can't assume these things. We need to get the data. So ask these questions. I don't know if they're uncomfortable for you to at, uh, at all to start or not. But we need to make sure that we're asking these questions because getting the funds through lending or raising capital is an important part of closing a deal. All right. Next up, we have the reputation and industry standing where we're researching the sponsor's reputation in the industry. Pretty straightforward, but it needs to be said. Seek feedback from other investors, investors that you're working with. You know, Find a community. Reach out. We have industry experts. Who are some of the authorities? I mentioned some of these on the last episode as well. And possibly some of the regulators. What are the laws that might be involved? And who are some of the partners that work with them? Or who want, who needs to be consuming that information from the regulators? right? All different breadcrumbs to start making you think about where can I go to understand reputation and industry standing? So again, this goes back to team. Next up, we have alignment of interests and transparency. And we're here, we're going to be ensuring the sponsor's interest align with yours. And that's what we're talking about on alignment of interest. It's your interest and the sponsor's interest. This is a little bit different about just the criteria that although that's very true and the fee structure, et cetera, here's what I'm referring to. This should prioritize maximizing investor returns and maintaining open communication channels. And we want to evaluate their commitment to transparency and regular updates. So let's talk about this. This is key because you need to ask about how the sponsor will be communicating, especially in times of maybe there's some kind of worldwide event that happens for years where people are locked down and they can't do anything, right? Or it could be financial crisis or whatever it is. When things are difficult, how are those things going to be communicated with to you as the investor? What things will be communicated and what decision-making will you have as well? So some sponsors will be a lot more transparent and open and do monthly reports, where some might do quarterly, unless there's something, you know, some kind of issue that comes up. I invested in a deal right now where the reports are done on a quarterly basis, and that's working out so far because I know if I have questions, I can just reach out quick. But anyway, okay, those were the eight different areas. And if you need to listen to those, you can go back to them. And, you know, until you really start to understand them, also, just want to call it out here that if you're the type that likes to read things instead of just listen to these, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email at steven at aritacapital.com and let me know if you're interested and I'll get a blog post out for you. I, I want to make sure that I'm focusing on the right type of content here. And obviously, this is a podcast, but if there are certain ones that would be great for blog posts too, I'd be happy to take care of that for you. All right. And then... Moving on to this part of vetting the deal sponsor. So we talked about key aspects, but now we're talking about how portion, the how portion. And this part is very simple. There's only a few steps, but it's not always easy. So this part is simple, but it's not always easy because there's a lot that goes into this. these four steps. So you might be thinking, how do I go and research someone? Well, we wanna start just by gathering some of that background information. Does a sponsor have a website? Can we go there? Are there marketing materials? Are there any public filings? Right. So we want to do our online research for the news articles, industry recognition, and investor testimonials. Again, talk to others uh, as well, which we'll talk about more in just a moment. We could do engaging in direct communication. Schedule calls or meetings with the sponsor and ask their team. Ask detailed questions about their investment's philosophy, past deals, and current projects. Assess their communication styles and responsiveness. If you don't like what you're seeing here before you ever make an investment, how do you think this is going to happen when you make that investment with them? Seek references from and third-party opinions. Request references from past investors or individuals who have worked with the sponsor. Seek feedback from industry experts and, you know, potential financial advisors that you might have on your team as well, or people that you know, like, and trust. Other thing here is conduct your own thorough due diligence, reviewing sponsors' financial statements, regulatory filings, legal docs, past performance data, verify their track records, and identify any potential red flags. And I say these red flags, but it's really opportunities for you to ask questions. It's not, hey, I saw something, so I'm just going to nix it right away. It's hey, I saw something, and this wasn't covered in somewhere that I saw before. Could you help me understand where this might be? And just come from a place of curiosity. It'll it'll uh, allow things to be a lot more transparent. And you never know, you know. There's so much, so many things that have to be covered. It's uh, it's just you might be, um, you might be missing an opportunity there if other things are starting to look really good. So all in all. Vetting investment sponsors is an essential step in protecting your investment, maximizing the potentials for success. We want to make sure that we're carefully evaluating track records, experience, expertise, financial strength, and alignment of interest so that we can make those informed decisions and partner with the right individuals. Also, I need to call this out because it's super important that due diligence is an ongoing process, right? We have to continue monitoring and we have to maintain these relationships because Things can happen. I'm sure you can fill in the blank, but we want to make sure that by continuing to know and keeping keeping a beat on the people that we work with, that we're doing our own due diligence too. It's not because we don't trust people and that kind of stuff, but it's just we want to take responsibility and we want to take ownership. So quick recap for today. We talked about what it means to be vetting a deal sponsor. I covered a few aspects of deal sponsors. There read eight of them and also high-level steps that you can do to vet dual sponsors as well, and went into some of those very, very shortly. promise I'll be doing deeper episodes than that, but I want to make this short nugget to introduce you to these concepts and really build a story around what we're doing. If you look into into the episodes and look at them, you can see the picture that we're building as well and giving you all the tools and strategies, and I've got some great guests that are coming up. So again, the vetting a deal sponsor is so important. It's who you are getting into business with. Remember, this is one of the best ways that you can protect your investments. So do the due diligence and bring some certainty to your investment. This brings us to the action of today, action of the day. And here's what I want you to do. I would love for you to go back and listen to the eight different key aspects of vetting a deal sponsor and those four different things around how to vet them. And when you can... Pick one of those and one of the ways that you can do that due diligence. Why? You have to put this in practice. Say it over and over again, and this is something I repeat to myself, knowledge without taking action is totally useless. We got to put this in practice and do the research so that you know who the sponsors are, what they're about, where they came from, and start doing this intentionally with a fresh set of eyes because these are the people that you'll be investing with and you need to know. The last thing you want to do is think, well, everyone looks good. I don't know who to to go with. Well, everyone looks bad. I don't have enough information. You know, and so you're thinking about this, you know, if, if you're thinking about this, it's just some basic research. Don't take it so casually and lightly. You know, we wanted to do this so that when the time comes that you're looking more seriously at investing with sponsors, you know how to do the research. You've built this skill. You've flexed this muscle a lot of how to do this research and how to find the data points. So you can look at these with fresh eyes and it's not simply just a gut reaction or any kind of emotional emotional driven or, or led response when you're making an investment. We need to do the research. We need to get the quantitative and qualitative data so that we can make a decision for the best outcome and we feel confident in that time. All right. Quote of the day. I would not be missing this part. Quote of the day is, it's fine to celebrate success but it's more important to heed the lessons of failure. If you've ever heard this before, especially when in tech, this is by Bill Gates himself. Gates reminds us that learning from past mistakes is crucial for future success. We have to understand pitfalls encountered in previous partnerships so that we can make informed decisions about who to collaborate with and avoid repeating those same errors. So, wrapping up on an upcoming episode, we will be talking about goal setting. It is December... And that means we have January knocking on our door and we'll be looking at a process that you can use for your personal and professional life. I'd love to be able to do that. Have those synergies. I know it's a buzzword. I said it synergies here. And as an added bonus, I'll be dropping a few optional things that I really like to do to supercharge my goal setting and success of hitting them. So if this helped you, please share and let me know what you enjoyed. You can reach out to me on Instagram at the Real Arita or email me at steven at aritacapital.com. That is Arita Capital, just like my last name. That is A-R-I-T-A Capital or A-R-I-T-A Capital.com. So steven at aritacapital.com. You know what I mean. It'll be in the show notes, I promise send me questions, topics you want to hear about. Let me know if you'd like to connect on a call and I will send you my booking link so that we can so that you can choose a time that works for you. With all that, thank you for joining me on another episode of Path the Passive, and I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Path to Passive. We love connecting with our listeners and those on the path to architecting their wealth and improving their lives. Feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see in future episodes. Get in touch with us through email or Instagram. See you next week for a new episode.